I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like someone. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Live from Expo 2020 Dubai. Hi there, it's Mark Lloyd from Lunch with Lloyd, and welcome along to this podcast. We were live at Expo 2020 this week, and we visited Ireland where they have something really, really special happening. It's the Expo World Choir, and we spoke to the man behind it conducting the actual choir as well and they're hoping to break world records also wednesday wanderings with nada took us to different places outdoor places with the weather being so beautiful right now at the moment kids app had some festive ideas for our kids over the weekend and we had live music in the studio with mikey reed of the big mouth band and he's written himself a festive song for christmas as well do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weekdays from 11 o'clock only on dubai i 103.8 Sun's gonna shine on everything you do. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Only on Dubai I 103.8. You certainly are, and welcome back to the show on this Wednesday afternoon, looking across the uh, the beautiful grounds of Expo 2020. Now, um, I did a nighttime show from here um, a couple of nights ago. Uh, in fact, I, it was last Wednesday. Thursday. Was it Wednesday? Wednesday. Last Wednesday, I was down here, and I had some fantastic musicians from the Irish Pavilion yeah. come and perform live with traditional instruments they were amazing and when it comes to music I think the Ireland Pavilion has probably come up uh, with some of the best stuff that we've heard so far and uh, they're going to be presenting Expo World Choir and to tell us a little bit more about it is uh, the conductor of the choir David Brophy who's uh, flown in from Dublin I believe how are you Good to see you, Mark. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to you. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, very exciting, this uh, this choir. Tell us all about it. And uh, you're going to be breaking records as well, I believe. Yeah, well, uh, we hope to break records. Uh, The choir came about because we kind of wanted to, um, for a lot of reasons. I mean, choral singing in the past number of years has has changed, not only in Ireland, but the UK and across the world. Because when I was in a choir, like as a kid in the 1970s and 80s, you know, we sang things like plain chant and palestrina and it was all church music you know and then about like 10 or 15 years ago there was a couple of tv shows where like your choirs would suddenly start singing pop songs you could sing mariah carey and be in a choir and i go it's a different (laughs) thing you know (laughs) so choirs have changed all over the past couple of decades and um so we've kind of harnessed that and like i think like a lot of countries across the world the notion of a choir now is like let's just gather people together and just sing and on top of that there's actually been quite a lot of um scientific research over the past couple of decades that how good singing in groups is good for you like it's really mm-hmm. good for you you know yeah. and that we they talk about people like who sing in choirs who you know after only about 20 minutes or half an hour everyone's heartbeat in the choir starts to go more or less the same rate and we've got we're starting to look at like you know physiological benefits of singing in a choir with other people and, and emotional bonding with people that we, you'd right. never think would be real and we never thought about like 20 or 30 years ago so we've kind of tried to harness this in one event and it seems like Expo, Expo and, you know, the ideals behind Expo as, a, as an event in itself is the perfect uh, place to actually bring something like this together. So we're going to we, we're going to gather. You mentioned a world record. There is a world record at stake here. And yeah. at, at the moment, the world record for the largest number of nationalities ever 
grouped together in one choir is 105 countries. Now, I've been told that we have 145 countries registered for our performance tomorrow. Oh, wow. So we're hoping that we, I think it'll probably be an unofficial record at this stage, but uh, we're hoping to break the record tomorrow. I mean, as kind of the music director and choir master, how do you, you know, how are you going to keep all those people in in tune, in tune <laughs> and, uh, you know, in time? It's interesting, like you kind of, you immediately, Mark, go into kind of this, you know, stereotypical <laughs> maestro type, you know, like you're kind of the director in the choir. I don't know. I kind of, I like, I literally kind of like to be honest with you. I kind of, I'm not saying like there's, there's something about a chord though that is is a unique thing. And I, I, the older I get, the less I'm like, like when I was younger and uh, I was, I tried to control everything. But I'm kind of at, at the stage now where I'm kind of going, let's just bring the energy to the mm. space. And I'm kind of, I see myself more like a facilitator. But I do find that somebody when you're in a choir and there's so many people, usually the stronger ones will lead the way for the, you know, the ones who are not as confident. And you kind of get into sync eventually, no? It's interesting, yeah, because every choir like has people who are like the, the real, like serious choir heads who, who like, who know all the stuff and are really interested. Some of them are reading music and you've got people in the choir who don't read music and kind of feel, oh, yeah. I'm not kind of like as, 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 as comfortable in this space as they are. What we're trying to create tomorrow is a safe space for everybody who let's say you've you only have ever sung in the shower on your own well and you would love to sing with a large group of people well tomorrow's event is for you you know just if you can rock up to the gig we will get you singing at some stage you know and that feeling is you've never sung with a huge number of people before and you've never had that kind of vocal musical and emotional connection all those people it's something very very special and we're hoping that everyone like will partake tomorrow so what kind of material have you gone for you said that choirs have evolved over the years from singing very much the choral music back in the 70s to very much more contemporary stuff now what what are you going to be doing so the program is kind of rooted in I suppose Irish music, old Irish music. We've got a couple of traditional Irish tunes in there, but we've also got like tunes that people should know. So we're going to sing "You Raise Me Up," which, oh, which yes. words written Josh by Robin, yeah. yeah, written by uh, an Irish man called Brendan Graham, and uh, everyone knows "You Raise Me Up." Uh, but we're also going to uh, we've got some U two hits in there, so okay. I still haven't found. I'm looking for. Uh, we're going to sing one, which is iconic song. You two, um, and Sinead O'Connor's "Nothing Compares to You." Oh, what a uh, So we've got like there's and a lot of the songs we're going to sing have like stuff that like they're kind of like you know your torch, your lighter moments yeah, in the gig. Yeah. You know, you want to sing along and remember those things. You know, so we've got their kind of iconic songs along alongside uh, traditional Irish songs. We've got the the preeminent traditional Irish singer. Irla um, Leonard is going to join us and he's going to sing some traditional Irish music as well um, and then we've also got the usual surprises so as there will be I know you've got rehearsals tomorrow the rehearsals are tomorrow yes so can people still come along if they haven't registered like if they want to join in and they listen look, to look anybody who comes to the the, um, the Jubilee Park tomorrow is going to be asked to sing uh, I, if you have not rehearsed, I'm still going to ask you to sing. <laughs> and this is a this is a place. There's a there's a song that's uh, the Clancy Brothers used to sing uh, at home called "All God's Creatures Got a Place in the Choir." Some sing low and some sing higher. Some sing out loud on the telephone wire. Some just clap their hands or pause or anything they got now. So this is a choir where everyone's welcome. And even if you're kind of saying, oh, I don't feel like I'm in the choir, come along and sing. Bring your voice with you. Just Everyone hum. has a voice. Hum or la or whatever you want to do. You don't know the words. We'll have words on a screen. So the screen's okay. outside the stage. Right. we words there. So it's kind of like, there's, there's a kind of a, a sense of this being like glorified uh, live karaoke as well. You can <laughs> sing along, you can sing along with it as well. So it's, it's, it's a lot of different events all together. And uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to picture you on, on, on the I stage. No, well, I'm trying to picture me. Are, are you going to have the baton? There's or no baton on no? this one, no. But I will be on the stage. and So I'm kind of going to be 
I don't know how it's kind of almost like I'm conducting side saddle. You know the way you kind of sit in yeah. side saddle on a horse. So I'm kind of not in front of the orchestra. So we've got an orchestra. We've got a trad set up. We've got a big band on stage. Oh, so it's live music. So it's live yeah. music. We've got a, we've got um, an orchestra we brought from Ireland. We've got a professional. There's three choirs actually for tomorrow. I should actually explain this properly. We've got a professional choir of eight singers who've come from Ireland who've all been rehearsed back in Dublin. Yeah. yeah. And they're kind of a bed. They make a bed of sound people to sing into because they kind of feel, yeah, I so feel like I want to sing along piece. with this, a centerpiece yeah. to it, you know. Okay. We've got a string section. We've got some brass. We've got traditional art setup. We've got a rhythm section. So we've got, I think, 24 players, 24 or oh, five wow. players on stage. And then I kind of conduct to the side of them looking out into the field or the arena, as you, as you call it, in, um, in the Jubilee Park. And then the choir will be out there on the side. So, so everyone can see everybody. And then we're going to cre- create this space with this like mad space where all this music happens. And we will have, I would imagine, at the moment, I've heard this morning, we have a thousand singers lined up to be there tomorrow. That's great. <laughs> That's so brilliant. We, there was a, I think somebody sent out 970 emails this morning just, <laughs> just about details for, for tomorrow. And so, what, what time are you going to be up there on stage? So the kickoff is half seven tomorrow evening. They, I'll be warming up people from half six so if anyone's around and they want to pop in. And vocal warm-ups? Vocal warm-ups. How, d- how do you do that? Yeah. Well, give us a let's demo. Let's do some. Let's do some. Let's do some. I don't know what what could we do. Like I kind of do. Like first of all, I get your tongue moving first. You know what you he go, does every morning. What? Tell him. I, I go. Yeah, like you get that. You get your lips. Yeah, you lose your muscles. But then we kind of go. So I kind of go. Yeah, and then you. That's kind of low down. I get also get people humming for us. You just go. And then, also, it's trying to connect the breath to the body, and so that humming kind of creates a set of sense of ease in you. So anyone listening there, they're all sitting in their cars or at home, (laughs) humming along there, you know. And eventually, open up to ah, and then you eventually you can sing ah, really high. This, you know, like so. Oh, okay, you're in. You're booked straight <laughs> away. That's it. Well, oh, there it is, uh, David. So, David Brophy. Thank you so much for joining. Pleasure us to be here on the show. He's going to be on there tomorrow night, Jubilee Stage, uh, and hoping to break that world record tomorrow. Come along and see him. It's going to be an absolutely amazing event. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd Dubai I 103.8. You're welcome back here into the show Wednesday morning with Mark Lloyd and lunch with Lloyd. And uh, right now we're going to go to the lines and we're going to go for a wonder with uh, Nada, of course, uh, our tour guide who uh, takes us all not only around the expo, but around the UAE and finds out amazing things to do. Good morning, Nada. How are you? Good morning. I'm wonderful. How are you? Excellent. And great to have your company as uh, as always. Sometimes you're down here at Expo, but I know you're really, really busy. But one thing <laughs> that we know is a fantastic weather at, at the moment. I'm just looking at across Expo. There's a lovely breeze uh, blowing across. And uh, that means, you know, it's time to get outdoors and do things, um, you know, in the outdoors here in the UAE. And you've got a few uh, kind of suggestions for us. So where are we going to start, Nada? I do. So you're right. The weather has been just fabulous uh, just over the last few weeks. So I definitely recommend for anyone and everyone to just get outside. Um, The first place I want to take you to is a place called Skyview. And, you know, I always say, yes, Dubai, always spectacular views from pretty much any angle. But really, none are as thrilling as looking through a uh, glass walkway (laughs) that extends between two towers. (laughs) And I am talking about the newest and very daring attraction, uh, the Sky Views Dubai. Have you heard of it? Uh, I've heard of it. I've not been to it. Uh, Where can we find it? 
So that's actually uh, at the uh, address Skyview Towers. Uh, so that's down okay. by the boulevard in yeah. downtown Dubai. Okay. So you actually go up to level 52 of these towers via an elevator. And that elevator, by the way, has one side transparent, <laughs> which shows you Sheikh Zayed Road. Okay. <laughs> but that's not even the vertigo part yet. Um, you reach the observation deck where you walk on a glass floor looking down uh, almost 220 meters right imagine that so you get to also slide down a glass ramp one level from level 53 to level 52 which you'll probably enjoy if you actually manage to keep your eyes open uh, and that is the observatory pass and that's about uh, 65 dirhams per person so that's one of the options but if looking 220 meters straight down isn't even enough of a thrill, you can actually also take a stroll down. They have this thing called the Edge Walk, um, and it's basically it's an outdoor platform. There are no windows, no handrails. What they only give you is a safety harness, um, and you get to do that for about 20 minutes. Wow. So it, it, this is actually on the outside of the building? outside of the building like literally <laughs> nothing protecting you from like you know just the air outside it is completely wow. out in the open wow um so it's it's i, I mean it's amazing for those who have the uh, of course the courage, uh, the, the courage the to courage. do it yes <laughs> exactly uh, i don't so think for me, i would i'll stick from the view in the inside yeah did you do the slide I did not. No, I actually haven't been yet, but I've just heard about it, and I'm very keen to just go check it out from the inside, like you said. Yeah, um, sounds good. But um, certainly, if you know, if you've got the nerve to do it, it'll be a, an amazing experience. Uh, once again, sky views. Uh, now, something else that you've come up with, which sounds um, a little bit more down to earth, let's say, is heading up to Hatta. Yes, heading up to Hatta to their honeybee garden. So in Hatta, uh, they offer a bee world discovery tour uh, where you actually get a very fun introduction to a bee's life, <laughs> uh, followed by like this, um, you, you don on like a traditional bee suit. So you're covered from head to toe and you then participate in this very personal meet and greet with the bees. Uh, so they actually take you to inspect a hive with the beekeeper. Yeah. Um, you hold a frame full of bees and you try and spot a queen bee who is the most dominant of the the <laughs> lot wow um this sounds like a really interesting day out and uh, you know definitely a learning experience absolutely so you actually you also get to learn about the types of trees which the belie which the bees collect the nectar from uh so you've got the gaff tree and that's of course the national one cedar yep. trees as well um, and then you will then come back to the center itself for this delicious honey tasting. Um, or you can actually just buy any of their Hatta honey products. It's very, very hands-on. And I would say, like, the idea behind it is really just to dispel any, you know, negative attitudes about bees. I think everyone is uh, mm. unanimously scared of them. Um, and just to understand how we ultimately need them uh, to carry pollen to plants, to vegetables and fruits, uh, which would otherwise just perish or not exist. So it's a really cool thing to do outside. Yeah, I, I'm liking that one. I must say, more than hanging off the side of a building, um, <laughs> the bee garden is definitely more up my alley. We're going to hang on. You see. and me both. Yeah. This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd.
You certainly are, and welcome back. And uh, as we were talking, fantastic weather here in the city at the moment. It's a beautiful day as we broadcast live from Expo 2020. And our tour guide, Nada, from Wonder with Nada, has got a few suggestions of things that we might want to do over the weekend or whenever we've got our free time. She's already took us to the sky views uh, in Dubai with that observatory and edge walk and slide. And uh, then we headed up to Hatter for the Honeybee Garden. I think it's another garden garden um, that we're going to visit next at Nada and uh, a little bit closer to home. Yes, so Miracle Garden, a true miracle in the desert. Um, This is really, I mean, very cool. So it's the world's largest natural flower garden, um, and it's now finally open again. Um, And once you kind of enter these wooden gates, you feel like you've really just entered like a a wonderland full of colors. Um, It's actually home to over 150 million flowers that are in full bloom. Um, And they've really arranged them in these very colorful uh, shapes and arches and characters. So every year they actually change it up. uh, And this year they have turned blue. And that's because they actually have a new Smurfs village. Um, You remember, you know, the cartoon? Yes, I remember the Smurfs for sure. Yes. And those small blue creatures, uh, they've basically um, put them there at the, in the garden, and they live in these mushroom-shaped houses that people can actually enter. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of like the Hobbit in a way, you yeah. know, the, the same kind of uh, you know visit and, and wander around. They also have a very blue genie from Aladdin, and he actually stands about 15 meters tall. Um, he's kind of floating next to a magic lamp, and apparently you can actually go and sit on the genie's shoulders. Um, so there's one photo op. Um, they also have a very also life-size version of the, you know, the Emirates A380? Oh, yeah. Yep. So they've collaborated with Emirates Airlines, and they've actually built the world's largest floral installation of that aircraft. So it's actually covered in more than 500,000 flowers, um, and those took about four months to grow. So it's it's a really, really actually fun thing to do. It's not just for kids. I have to say I was really impressed by the entire space and how, like, you know, there was so much variety in the things you could see. Yeah, uh, it's a place I've not yet been to. And, uh, you know, I used to drive past it to work every single day. So with the weather as it is, it's it's the perfect time to get up there, isn't it? And, and check this. Absolutely. Uh, yes, definitely out. go and check it out. Um, and they are open, um, you know, now as of October. So you can definitely go and see it. Great um, uh, suggestion there of a place that we might want to go. Another one of a Global Village, of course, which we love. Um, I've been going to Global Village for a long, long time. And uh, yeah, it's back with uh, its new season, of course, and doing really well. Yes, exactly. So it's 26th season, uh, which is really impressive. I mean, I also have been going there for such a long time since we were kids here. Um, And so they're back this year. They've got a lot of different pavilions, different countries, cultures. So you get a taste of so many different things without the pricey airline tickets, right? Um, So it's actually really worth going. And the price is just 15 dirhams per person for entry. Um, So that's the Global Village. Another thing I would definitely suggest doing is hiking, right? Like you said, the gorgeous weather is all over the country. So this is the time to get out and get a little adventure. Um, And if you remember, Mark, I had told you actually many maybe uh, calls before about the seaside city of Khorfakan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. so they actually have a beautiful trail there called the Al-Rabi Mountain Trail. Uh, and it actually begins at the Al-Rabi Tower, and that's actually a very historic tower. Um, so it, it's a very easy trail to follow, uh, again, even suitable for children, and it's signposted everywhere. Um, it would be hard to get lost. 
So the highest peak has an elevation of about 395 meters, and that's actually a little higher than the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> so just for reference, um, heading up there, you could definitely do uh, a trip for about four hours in total. Um, so that's something really, really worth doing and checking out. Uh, um, so is that a trail that a beginner could do, um, or is it for you know, experienced hikers? Yep. No, no, it's definitely a beginner's trail. So it's an easy one, very, um, you know, clearly signposted. And I've seen children going up probably faster than I was. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so hiking in Corfu Calm. That sounds like a lot of fun. Now, of course, it's going to be a super busy weekend um, up in, in Abu Dhabi. Absolutely. So we have the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix happening this weekend. So last weekend, uh, Saudi Arabia actually hosted their uh, inaugural Grand Prix. Um, and now we have the final race that happens at the Yaz Marina Circuit. The final race is on Sunday, December 12th. Now, I love the cars, sure, but I'm, al I'm also more excited about the concerts that are happening afterwards. Okay. Um, so the after-race concerts, of course, um, you've got on Thursday, uh, December 9th, uh, Khaled, um, who's known for a few songs. You probably know Location, Better, Talk, really great music. Um, December 10th, that's Friday, you have Stormzy. Um, and then you've got on Saturday, Louis Capaldi. And that's the guy that sings Someone yeah. You Loved. Yeah. Um, and finally, on Sunday, December 12th, you have the Foo Fighters. And that's for the final race. It's an incredible lineup of, of entertainment, isn't it? And, of course, uh, the actual Formula One itself has really come down to the wire um, uh, since that uh, result in, in Saudi Arabia a few days ago. So uh, it's going to be exciting on and off the track. Um, are you Absolutely. Are you going to any concerts, Nada? I ha well, the ones that are coming up, unfortunately not. Uh, you do need to actually have the tickets to the races to be able to attend the after race okay. concerts. I did go last year, and that was not or was it maybe even the year before. Incredibly fun. I would definitely suggest if someone is going to the event to stick around. It's well worth visiting. Um, but I would definitely like to see, of course, who wins. Right, that the final race. I've heard that they've actually remodeled the Yas Marina track, mm -hmm. um, and it's going to actually have more overtaking opportunities uh closer wheel-to-wheel -wheel racing and even just a faster flea um flowing circuit so whoever finishes higher in points will win the title okay um so a few things to do there over uh, this weekend um just coming back to wonder with nada and uh, you know your trips that you take people out on as a tour guide um what's coming up with those and how can people get involved and, and sign up Absolutely. So oh, I, I'm just booked pretty much um, all week. There's so much happening. And we have the Old Dubai walking tour happening later this afternoon. Um, tomorrow, I have a full day trip to Abu Dhabi. And that's to actually get to see the Louvre, to see the Sheikh Zayed Grand Mosque, and also the Presidential Palace, and just more and more to come. So all of this information, all the tours are available on my website, wanderwithnether.com or my socials. You can definitely reach me on either way. Um, and it's just really exciting, again, just to see so many people coming. I mean, having had last year been, you know, just a really, really um, difficult time yep. with COVID and all, it's so nice to see tourists coming back. And they're so eager also to be out and obviously to, to see things as well. Excellent. Well, have a great weekend, uh, Nada. Don't get stung by any bees, okay? Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, catch I'll try not to. we'll catch up again next uh, week. That's it. Uh, once again, Wanda with Nada. This is Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8.
Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the show. Lunch with Lloyd through two o'clock. A beautiful day here at Expo 2020. Uh, and next up, we've got our kids covered for a kids app and uh, a lot of festive activities happening um, around uh, this weekend. And of course, uh, with the run up to the festive period. And to tell us more, we have uh, Kareem Badass from Kids App joining us on the show. Good afternoon, Kareem. How are you? Hi, how are you? Um, very, very good, and uh, thanks so much once again for uh, joining us. Coming up to the festive season, lots of activities um, to do this weekend, and of course straight through to uh, the uh, the Christmas period. So we're going to get started in Wafi City. So over in Wafi City, um, every year they do something big, but this year it's even bigger. They're celebrating, I think, in line with the expertise that seeing the world. They've done like many kind of... Uh, buildings of all the famous landmarks globally. You can go and view them there. There's a 52-foot-tall Christmas tree, huge decoration, Santa's grotto, elves, and they have animatronics, which I'm assuming means that a lot of this stuff is moving on its own. So this is over at Tuafi, and the nice thing is they're also giving away prizes, you know, for people that come. And for Santa's uh, grotto, it's 65 dirhams, and the opening night is actually tonight, and one of your very own, I believe, is going over to open it. Yeah, over at Waffy City, of course. Um, it's one of the original kind of, um, you know, Santa's grottos o- over there. I remember taking my children when they were very, very small. And they really do always have fantastic decorations and uh, moving animatronics and all sorts going on. So uh, well worth a visit and really does uh, make your Christmas over there at, at Waffy City. Uh, now then, Candelicious, what have you got going on over there? So over at, uh, you know, first of all, Santa's coming to visit. Yeah, and uh, they're also doing handmade personalized candy that you can prepare yourself, you know, like typical Christmas candy canes or lollipops. You get to take a picture with Santa and they print it for you and give you the digital coffee. There's also an exclusive gift when you book to kids app, which is one of their signature popcorn taster bags. So that's over at Candylicious. That's 99 dirhams. Full details can be found in the app. It's at Dubai Mall. Uh, we've already visited Wafi City, which is always a great place to get in that festive mood. And uh, Candelicious, um, joining us once again is the man himself, uh, Karim from KidsApp. So, uh, Karim, you've got a few more suggestions for things to do this weekend. Where are you going to take me next? So, actually, next we're staying in Dubai Mall, heading over to Gallery Lafayette Le Gourmet on the second level. This weekend, from Thursday to Saturday, starting at 4 p.m., they're doing a Playo festive season performance. So there's a live performance. You get access to the soft play area. There's the Playo mascot and show. There's, then, of course, Santa's going to appear. And then there's arts and crafts activities and a kid's meal and more. You need to pre-book, okay? So all the booking details are on KidsApp. That's over in Gallery Lafayette at Dubai Mall. Okay, cool. Now, another uh, one of my favorite venues has got to be the Theatre of Digital Arts, and uh, they are turning uh, into a winter wonderland. So, I'm one, I love traveling, but I also love imagination trips. And this is what you get when you go to Theatre of Digital Arts. And what they're doing is they're recreating a winter wonderland show. It's not just with VR and holograms and everything. They're also having actors in there as well. So, it gives it a real life experience. It's a 15-minute audiovisual narrative. It's the journey to the North Pole, basically, you know, snow-covered forest, palaces, and they even have lollipop trees. So there's a lot. You can also get hot chocolate there as well. So it's a great, you know, a great place to go. You can book through the app for the discount. And that's happening over 
basically starting from November 20th all the way through to the end of December. Yeah, and it's very interactive. That's what I like about um, the Theatre of Digital Arts. You know, you, you can immerse yourself in a lot of these kind of sets. And uh, I'm sure, uh, for you know, the Winter Wonderland is going to be spectacular, Karen. Oh, no, it's going to be amazing. I and mean, we're definitely going to check it out. Now then, uh, we're here at uh, Expo 2020 and just literally across from our studios, in fact, I can see it from where I'm broadcasting from, is the Finland Pavilion, of course, home to Santa Claus. Well, I was going to say, if you want to see the real Santa Claus, there used to be only one place you could do that. And that was over in Lapland, which actually I Googled it as part of Finland. And well, you know, the second place this year is at the Finland Pavilion at Expo. And that's where you can meet the real Santa. I am sure he's going to spend some time down here as well because it's just so important to his homeland. Can you see it from where you are? Can you see when Santa visits? Uh, He's going to be there from the 17th to the 22nd. Well, I can actually see the pavilion. I know he's going to be in a place, they call it the Gorge, um, which is a a beautiful place. It's kind of out there in nature, and it's been built of uh, Finnish wood and granite on the floor, and it really is a place to connect with nature. Fabulous light features coming through as well, and that's where Santa Claus is going to be. So um, the Finnish pavilion, really impressive, and uh, this particular gorge, uh, is absolutely beautiful so um, yeah uh, I would definitely recommend the perfect place to come along and see Santa yeah so that's that and then this next one Mark and I am sure you're going to tell me this is one of your favorites because you've been in Dubai for a while and it's always been one of the staples of the Christmas season that's the Medina Jumeirah Festive Market. Have you ever been there? Uh, definitely. We've broadcast from there many a time, I can tell oh. you. And, uh, yeah, that is another. Um, it's a must-do, really, isn't it, is, uh, is the Festive Market at Madinat. You have to go there at least once over Christmas. They have a huge Christmas tree. It's snow. The weather is cool. You actually could believe you're, you know, in, in the North Pole. There's Abra tours with Santa. Okay, maybe that's not very North Pole-y. Gingerbread house decorations, train rides, bungee. And, you know, arts and crafts, lots of workshops, shopping. And my favorite, there's also a live band, but my favorite has always been the dining there. It's really great. I remember those kind of frankfurters that they have and a lot of stuff you get in winter around Christmas time. Okay, cool. So uh, that's uh, definitely uh, a big tick for uh, the festive market. we just got a couple more. Uh, I see Westin in Abu Dhabi. We're off up to the capital. They've got a great discount on uh, an afternoon tea with Santa. Yeah, I mean, look, there are so many things going on this year. I feel like more than any other year, I couldn't talk about them all. We'll talk about more next week. You can see the Christmas brunches, you can see, and then we'll go into a lot more of these uh, winter wonderlands. But in Abu Dhabi, I'm going to talk about three. So there is the Santa Afternoon Tea Corner at the Westin. Uh, we've got an offer there going on right now. It's 15% off, and you get a selection of, you know, the Jing tea varieties, mini sandwiches, pastries, scones, typical afternoon tea, and, of course, in a Santa kind of, uh, you know, Christmassy environment. So that's one of them. Then there's also, you can take your kids for, a, you know, decorate your Christmas tree workshop over at the Mangroves Ballroom of Anantara. That's in the Eastern Mangroves of Abu Dhabi. So if you're heading down there, this is another thing you can do. So DIY crafts, this time it's the Christmas tree. And finally, you can head over for lunch also at the Eastern Mangrove. There's a Carluchos there and they're doing gingerbread house decorations. 
so much more on Kids App. You need to download it. KIDs at APP. I mean, there's just so much stuff. I wish we could talk about them all, Mark. Uh, fantastic, Karim. Uh, once again, lots of things to do to get us into that festive mood. And that you'll find all the details there on Kids App. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Dubai I 103.8. Yeah, welcome back to the show. We are live here, of course, from Expo 2020. It's a lovely day out there. A little bit of a breeze blowing uh, across the site, but uh, perfect to come along and visit. And, of course, um, one of the main things happening uh, here at Expo is the musical aspect. So there's so much going on. We've got Alicia Keys not too far away. But, um, you know, we've also got a lot of local musicians performing as well. And it's a real pleasure to welcome uh, back into our studios after a long, long time. Good friend of ours mikey reed from the big mouth band how are you sir i'm very well thank you mark great to be back Uh, it is and uh, as i say it's been quite a while since uh, we've spoken and um you've been a busy boy we'll get to that very shortly um actually composing a very catchy christmas song i have to say but you're going to be performing here tonight so tell me a bit about that yeah we're playing just across the way in the mobility pavilion uh at the Scaretto Mercado restaurant. Yeah. Uh, it's a small event. Uh, to be honest with you, I was just hired for the event. I, I believe it's for diplomats or something. <laughs> okay, so you're playing for the VIPs. Apparently so, yeah. <laughs> just, a, just a little acoustic performance tonight, the three of us. Yeah. Yeah, so just tell me a little bit about uh, the Big Mouth Band for people that haven't come across you guys before. Yeah, for anyone that's not seen us before, we, we sort of like to see ourselves as one of the... We are a party band. We, you know, we go out, we play tunes that everybody knows... Uh, we've got three-part harmony arrangements on everything. We we sort of, I think you, when you first saw the, the very first lineup a few years ago, it was a lot heavier. This lineup that we have now is a little more lighter, a little more sing-along, a little more catchy. You know, foot tapping music—that's yeah. that's what we specialise in. Yeah, you're a power trio that can certainly get a party cooking for sure. And you know, I have to ask, why the name Big Mouth? Because I never stop talking. That's just like me. Can I join the band? Please. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, what was your journey to Dubai? How did it all start for you, Mike? Um, I was at university and I realised that I didn't want to do what I was studying what to you, do. What were you studying? I have a master's degree in geography. Geography? Yeah. Okay. So I think, I think the plan at the time was to avoid getting a real job. Uh, <laughs> I went to university. <laughs> I did four years, uh, four years through university, and then uh, when university finished, I got an offer at the time to jump on a cruise ship, took that, and then eventually ended up here about 11 years ago, and I've been in and out of the country for the last 11 years. Yeah, and of course now you've got yourself a family as well. I do, yeah, I do. A uh, little boy, who's, he's actually in the music video for the, the Christmas song, which is great. I uh, love that, it, that's cheap, isn't it, getting your own kids together. Well, I didn't have to pay him, that was that. <laughs> exactly it. And, 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 you know, it's a nice little momentum to whip out on his 18th or 21st birthday and embarrass him. We'll get to that very, very shortly. Um, you've brought your guitar, so you're going to do something acoustic for us uh, before we get into your uh, Big Mouth Christmas uh, tune. So what, what are you going to do for me, Mikey? Um, I'll play for you a beautiful little tune by a band called Keen. Keen? Yeah. Okay. I'm keen on Keen. Me too. But you're a keyboard player. Uh, Yeah. So uh, once again, this is is Mikey from uh, Big Mouth. He's going to be performing tonight um, over at the Mobility Pavilion. You might want to pop in and see him. And uh, here's a little taster of what you might get. Wonder your own land 
don't see how you can You're waking, you're breaking And I can see the pain in your eyes Everybody's changing and I don't know why So Try to make the move just to stay in the game I'm trying to stay awake, can't remember my name But everybody's changing and I don't feel the same Gone from here, soon you will disappear, fading into beautiful light. Everybody's changing, and I don't know why. So little time, try to understand that. Try to make the move just to stay in the game I'm trying to stay awake, can't remember my name But everybody's changing and I don't feel the same So a little time Try to understand that Try to make the move just to stay in the game I'm trying to stay awake, can't remember my name But everybody's changing and I don't feel the same Well, everybody's changing and I don't feel the same Well, everybody's changing and I don't feel the same Well, everybody's changing and I don't feel the same Oh, nice one, Mikey. Loved it. Loved it. Nice, say, nice and acoustic. I in a really good way, I know now why you're called Big Mouth, because you sat so far away from that <laughs> mic, but your voice was so powerful. I should have been on the other side of the yeah, window. I think you're in the mobility <laughs> pavilion uh, to, to sing that. Now, let's come on to your uh, your festive song that you've actually written. Why did you want to write a Christmas song this year? Uh, do you know what? Um, it, it happened completely by chance. Uh, the, the guy that I wrote it with, uh, Joe Bashuran, and I were friends. We played together a few years ago in the music room, uh, which I'm sure you yeah, remember. Yeah. Uh, we were together last year at a, a Christmas party and we were joking about me trying to write some music at the time. And we said, well, why don't we write something together? And it was it was Christmas. Uh, last year we released a cover of The Fairy Tale of New York and we would, we worked together on that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we, we just said, oh, why don't we write a Christmas song together? And uh, I think we wrote it in about April. Uh, we did it over two sessions. We sat down together. Uh, he had some lyrics that he had in mind for the chorus and very quickly it came together from that. And... It's yeah. it's ve- it's very status quo. It's very Slade. Um, I'm going to play uh, a, a little bit of it, and, uh, and then we'll come back and talk more. And about this fantastic video that I was watching last night. It, it starts with the kids saying, "We're lost in the desert." Here we go. Are you sure this is the right way? Are you sure. I come this fair for. Follow me. 
Are you Sula? Maybe we are lost. just love that line break toys make noise uh, <laughs> it's really really good Mikey uh, I love it it's the perfect kind of status quo-ish groove on that tune isn't it a Christmas song has to shuffle right um, yeah and we wanted to capture that old vibe that Slade Wizard yeah the big shuffly 70s Christmas songs that yeah. was what we went for with it and you've you've absolutely nailed it do you know what though I can see your voice doing the kind of like Michael Bublé style too do you kind of do those oh, kind I of hope slow not. ballads <laughs> no but as in you've got a very deep voice years ago yeah I, I used to do a lot of that kind of stuff and then singing rock and roll I ended up ruining my top end and <laughs> yeah. I mean there's some pretty high notes in, the, in this Christmas song isn't there we, we, we wanted to when we got to the end of it we were kind of well you know a lot of songs we, we decided to put a major third key change in there just okay. to kind of really send it up there at the very end of the song tell me about the video because it starts off with the four young lads <laughs> or five young lads out in the desert who transform into oh. you know grown up guys who are bashing away at the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, well, we, we, we were out and uh, we were trying to think of what to do with it. And I sat down with a friend of mine, a guy called Wilson, who made the video for us. And, and you know, I was really unsure of how to how to yeah. do it. I wanted to just do a, you know, perhaps sitting around the Christmas tree singing it and whatever. And he said, no, I've got this great idea of these five kids walking through the desert. And Santa turns up in what well, was originally going to be a sleigh. But as it happens, the Santa we use for the video, he happens to own a truck. So it seemed, and yeah. he's, he's, you know, he's not a traditional Santa, he's a bad Santa. <laughs> okay. uh, and he, he meets these kids, he gives them these magic Christmas jumpers and they turn into the five band members who then go to hard rock and play the song. So. That's cool. Yeah, and it's, it's a re- really good video, very well put together. Thank you. Um, loved it. And uh, it, it looks like you guys had a lot of fun making it. It was, it was hot. Uh, I mean, wearing Christmas jumpers in the desert, <laughs> not fun. Uh, even and particularly after we'd worn them all morning in the video shoot at Hard Rock Cafe, they were good enough to lend us the venue. Yeah, uh, we we did the actual the second part of the video first, the performance, and then we drove out into the desert. So the jumpers were very by the hot, end of it, very not hot. pleasant to be oh wearing. But I hope they've had a wash. It was a great day. <laughs> um, you know, sort of certainly watching Stu, uh, who's the bad Santa, do all his stunt driving in his truck was excellent. Yeah. Uh, we got some drone guys in to get some great shots of it as well. Lovely. So tell me, where can we see this video and where can we keep up with Big Mouth? Absolutely. To see the video in HD, head over to YouTube, search for Big Mouth Christmas. It should come up uh, as the first link. 
and if you want to catch the band the video is also on instagram on the band's page at big underscore mouth underscore band please give us a follow we keep regular updates on that as well mikey always great to have you on the show thanks for coming in and yeah it's going to be a big mouth christmas wait wait don't go yet i want to thank you all (laughs) 